Dororo episode 3. You guys asked for it, and I know I'm a bit late, but it's better to be late than sorry. Let's get into it. So, episode 3 is probably one of the best episodes, one of the most fulfilling episodes to watch because we get to know the actual story behind Hakamaru. Do you know what I'm saying? How he grew up and how he learned how to fight against demons and what he would achieve by defeating demons. The story starts off with Jukai, okay? Jukai is a supporting character, the man who gives aesthetic limbs to the dead and to the, well, people who are alive too, so that they are able to move their limbs after a certain accident. Now, Jukai used to serve a king, apparently, in the past, and this king, at a certain time of an era where there was a war, he killed so many people. And Jukai was one of those people who did the killing. So, Jukai is killing people, he's putting people on a cross, putting people on a stick. I don't know what you want to call it. I think it's more of a cross than a stick, but yeah, he's killing people, doing all of that. And then, you know, people are begging him, saying, stop, please. You know, he did. he's, he's torturing them. But, you know, Jukai don't care at this moment. He's just doing what he has to do. He's just doing his job. And then a woman comes running. A woman comes running because her husband is on the cross and she's screaming, my dear, oh dear, so and so and whatnot. One of the enemies to Jukai's side stabs the woman and he says, throw her body on top of the crosses as well. Include it in, into, the, into the crosses with the other dead people. And Jukai sees this. And as the lady falls right in front of him, Jukai snaps into reality and not into reality, but more into like into his world and understanding of what he's doing. Because it seems to me after this, he didn't want to be involved anymore in the brutality of what was going on. So Jukai walks towards the cliff and he falls off. That's the first um, scene that we get introduced into Jukai's past and how he became the Jukai of today because the Jukai of today is so much humbler so much kinder so much nicer than the Jukai he was back then you know the murderous Jukai then is different to the murderous Jukai now the murderous Jukai is not a murderer in this in this realm this time so years go on and Jukai is in a village he's now named to be a doctor Jukai is now a doctor in this um in his village and the reason why he's a doctor is because his main role is to profess professionally give out limbs to people who have been in traumatic accidents okay so at this moment in time Jukai is also taking care of a little boy the little boy is almost like his apprentice his son at the time and they're both running the shop you know people coming up to Jukai's son and just saying, oh, well done to your, your father for taking care of the village. You know, just congratulating the guy's dad, Jukai. And the guy is very happy to hear such news that other villagers are accepting of him as he is accepting of Jukai. Because he loves Jukai for what he's done for the village and what he's done for him. The boy has a missing leg and Jukai, when he was younger, you know, aesthetically, put on a fake limb for him so that he could be able to walk and changed it over the years as he grew older so that he can you know have a proper leg which would allow him to walk around and still live the life that he's able to live now further on within the story you know we get to understand that Jukai's path has a bit of a turn side to it because 
Jukai apparently had killed the boy's father when he was younger. There was a part where you see a little boy holding a dead corpse and he's crying, saying, Father, Father. You know, Jukai's not there, but I'm not sure if Jukai's there actually. But, you know, he's there crying, Father, Father, Father. And this is a flashback to the boy's life, do you know what I'm saying? So Jukai is basically giving up at this point in life and he's told the boy, please, like, I don't even care about my life no more. If you want to kill me, let me at least do my job. And then afterwards, you can do that. So the boy's, you know, he's struggling to accept um, Jukai's request. And, you know, later on just says, you know what, go on, just go. I, I have nothing to do with you. I don't want nothing to do with you. I'm going to leave you to do what you want to do. Goodbye. This is it. He takes off his leg and he walks away. At that moment, I'm thinking, wow, okay. So the years that he's grown up with Jukai, he's just going to throw it all away. And it's understandable because my man killed his father. And do you know what I'm saying? Before his father, before such thing had happened to the kid, you know, Jukai was his world. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's understandable for him to just get up and leave. So anyways, Jukai is now depressed. You know, he's walking. He's trying to end his life, you know, possibly. And this is the part where he trips and he falls down as a hill. Now, this is the most interesting part because this is the part where Hakumaru, as a child, right, is introduced to Jukai. Okay, Jukai sees the child with no skin, no eyes, you know, no limbs, but he sees that Hakumaru, as a child, has the drive to live. So Jukai adopts him and takes him in. Hakumaru cannot see, he cannot talk, but you know, visually he can see, you know, like we said, like I said in episode one, he's able to see people's spirits, you know, he's able to see bad spirits, he's able to see good spirits. And he's also got this super strength which humans don't have. Hakumaru has that. So Jukai, as um Hakumaru grows up, Jukai, you know, plants some limbs on him, legs, arms, and a mask for his face. So he can be like a normal kid. And as a kid, Hakumaru isn't a normal kid. He's flying through trees. Do you know what I'm saying? He's really strong, like, for his age. Do you know what I'm saying? He's really good at what he's doing. And then, all of a sudden, Hakumaru is attacked. And this is the first introduction to what a demon was back then and what a demon would have done to Hakumaru if Hakumaru hadn't been who Hakumaru was. Do you know what I'm saying? So the demon attacks Hakumaru. Hakumaru is dodging it with ease. You know what I'm saying? He's not fighting back. He's literally just dodging, just dodging it, just dodging, dodging, dodging. His reflexes are on point, I will, I will say. So just dodging, dodging, dodging. And for the demon to escape, or for the demon to go away, Jukai throws a, a mini axe and it hits the demon and the demon cuts. Do you know what I'm saying? So this is the first interaction. Jukai has seen the demon and he's just thinking, oh my goodness, this they must be drawn to you because of the will to live inside of you. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's very rare. For such occurrence to happen in situations, but for Hakumaru, he's drawing demons towards him, and Jukai notices this. So later on, later on, Jukai realizes more demons are being attacked, um, uh, are being drawn to Hakumaru because Hakumaru is different. And what Jukai des- decides to teach Hakumaru is basically how to defend himself and how to fight. You know, Hakumaru can't hear, Hakumaru can't talk, and Jukai being the I'll call him a caring father because for what for him to come out of his way and teach his son how to fight and even take him, take care of 
um, Hakamara as a child. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say he's basically looking for a way to live. Do you know what I'm saying? He found his reasons to live and Hakamura is the reasons. So he teaches Hakamura how to fight, how to defend himself. And over the years, Hakamura grows older and Hakamura becomes Hakamura of today. A beast. So, in the last encounter with a demon, okay, Hakamura kills the demon. Then, Juka sees Hakamura in pain and Juka runs up to Hakamura saying, are you okay, what's going on? So Hakamura falls to the ground, takes off the limb, which was up on his leg, and a real leg grows. So then... Juka realizes that, you know, Hakamura wasn't born this Hakamura wasn't born this way for no reason. And basically ha- allows um Hakamura to be on his way to find his rightful path, his journey to seek his bodily limbs, which were taken from ghouls, which he mentions, but they're demons. Do you know what I'm saying? So episode three was probably the most important episode of all of all episodes. And I know like I know what people like to do. People like to watch a series, maybe watch up to one, two, you know what I'm saying? Then they skip three, you know, watch five, six. Do you know what I'm saying? Like some people like to do that, and I don't know why, but that's what people like to do. But episode three was probably the most hands down, the most informative episode that people need to watch, people need to know about. And if you guys just are looking for an anime to watch, the Roro is is new, like it's good as well. So you might as well just get into it. There's only three episodes. I think tomorrow it'll be episode four. So I'm gonna get my lazy ass and do episode four review. Um, don't quote me on this. Because I am quite lazy. But yeah, man. If you guys enjoyed the video, you know what I'm saying? Make sure to like the video, okay? Um, I'm sorry for the late video of the Royal Episode 3. But like I said in the beginning, you know, it's better late than never. So anyways, if you enjoyed the video, make sure to leave a like. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. It's been your boy, Roos. I'm out. Peace.